right, riddle me this, Kev. What's one of the first upgrades you should do to your vehicle? What is it? What do you go for? Well, you might think power, but ultimately, from a smart and safe perspective, definitely the brakes. Yeah, no doubt. Upgraded braking systems can really transform a vehicle's performance and honestly give you better peace of mind behind the wheel in any situation. You know, from the track to off-road trails, even the morning commute, every single vehicle deserves performance brakes at an affordable price. And no matter what your vehicle or driving style, PowerStop has complete brake upgrade kits for you. So head to PowerStop.com, fill in your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use brake finder to be matched with complete kits and components that are low-dust, noise-free, and feature upgraded stopping power. That's right. You could join the thousands of other drivers that have already transformed their vehicle into a stopping powerhouse today with PowerStop. PowerStop.com, brake upgrades made easy. Welcome to Two Guys Garage Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio and Britain Productions. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. And today it's all about DIY projects. Man, I thought it was about Super Dad. <laughs> a little bit of both. A little bit of both. <laughs> so our our guest coming on today is Sterling Backus. Now, he is a guy that's garnered a lot of media attention lately. Like, uh, I'm talking attention from all over the globe because he has 3D printed a Lamborghini Aventador, which is, you know, if anybody knows Lambos, like it's the most savage, sinful. It is carved from a chunk of billet sin. Like it, it looks like Batmobile. It's straight savage. It's got sexy curves like a stealth bomber, but with tires, man. Oh, and then on the performance scale, right, it's cream of the crop. It's way up there. You know, it's blowing the doors off of everything. And as you said, I mean, the sex appeal of the car, it's everything that you could ever want except it's 600 grand, right? right. So It's everything you always wanted except for the payment. Right. <laughs> the payment point. So when we think about an Aventador, we don't ever really think about one in our garage, right? Maybe someone drove it up to your house and, and left real quick. But no, you're not going to get a Lamborghini on any of our you know typical salaries in you know, where this thing started, right, was, you know, playing video games, Forza, Xbox with his son Xander. And, you know, they're playing and his son's asking him, you know, naively as a kid, like, Dad, could we get one of these cars? And what would you say? <laughs> it's the same question, same question every one of us kids ask our dad when we're playing, you know, anything to do with cars. Could be Matchbox cars, Hot Wheels. Dad, can I get one of them cars? Can I get one of them cars? And, you know, most dads are like, no, no, no. Well, but this dad, I think, Super Dad Sterling. I think hell yeah, no. I think hell no is probably the typical response, right? <laughs> or are you going to pay for it? <laughs> right. So here comes the Super Dad part. So instead of saying hell no, he says, why not? Right? So yeah, and again, let's set the whole premise. They're playing video games. The car you always choose, Lamborghini Aventador. It's got like half a million dollar plus price tag. It is the the baddest car in the video game circuit. Snatch up that when he's playing it. He says, Dad, can we give one of these? Can we can we build one of these? And Sterling, unlike a lot of fathers in that pivotal moment, doesn't say no and blow it off and back to the video game. He actually says, huh? what? what's keeping me from building a Lamborghini Aventador? You know, why couldn't I build it? You know, oftentimes say fear makes the wolf bigger than it is. You know, and a lot of times just 
intimidation of something, right? Just that first step, you know, first dipping your toe into that water. That's the hardest thing to do and accomplish. And then after that, man, it's just adding to it, you know, the the everlasting ascend of making this project come to reality. And and that's what he has really done over the course of, you know, a year, two years, three years. I don't know how long it's been. Well, you know, it's cool because, you know, we're DIY guys. We're always teaching. We're always learning, right? Everybody around us is kind of in that process of learning. And, you know, you're starting at some skill level of maybe a brake job. You work yourself up to, you know, maybe changing some shocks or some steering parts. Maybe you're doing a paint job, you know, ending into fabrication. And you're thinking, I'm going to learn a skill. Man. I'm going to learn welding, right? Maybe I'll pick up a TIG torch. I'll start TIG welding, right? right? What can I build? But you're not building a Lamborghini very easily that way, right? And this is completely out of the tool set, right, that we're typically used to, right? He went into yeah. a whole new, you know, technology field, right? Now, we've heard a lot of well, hype, right? And there's been a lot of, you know, trinkets, Right, yeah, that people yeah. print off. We do, we know guys that bring you a you know an, an emblem, bring you a letter that's been raised up with a little logo on it. It's like, hey, I made this and I three D printed it, and you know for a minute we go, ooh, well that's cool, but what he has done is it's out of this world. Hey, he's built a car, a supercar <laughs> in his garage with a nine hundred dollar printer, right? Yeah, man amazing amazing his name is sterling Backus. he did it as a challenge from his son and i'm telling you man he has he has commanded a lot of attention and wow what has transpired over the last few months and now seeing this car really come to fruition it's mind-blowing i had a, a wtf moment with this car i do a car show out here in colorado you know there's a couple thousand cars twenty thousand people I remember when Sterling brought this car just this past August out to the car show and here it is rolling up and man, it's, it's got all kinds of people oohing and on like what in the hell is that? And people just kind of mobbed up by it. It's, you do get kind of lost in it because you're looking, albeit, you know, not, it's still rough around the edges. You're looking at an Aventador. It's like, it's, it's raw. It's sexy. It's, it's matte black, just like it should be. I mean, it's, it's, a Lamborghini that he built on a $900 3D printer. Yeah. Now, admittedly, right, on a $900 printer, you're printing in plastics, right? Now, there's 3D printing technology out there, and we're going to bring in, you know, on another episode, one of the forefront guys that can tell you about all the metal printing, whether it's titanium and stainless steels and aluminum. But, you know, for 900 bucks, you're in plastics. So, you know, we've got a body that fully looks like, well, he said, right, an Aventador. It's got all the shapes and the curves and the sex appeal. It's got the scissor doors, everything. Now underneath, yeah, it's a tube chassis with a Corvette LS1 engine in it, right? And there's a lot of details Sweet. in it that, you know, aren't in a half million dollar car, but it's the impressiveness of, right, building a dream and in, and going into something, right, like DIY, learning a new skill, learning a new technology, not being afraid, doing this project with your kid and, right, earning the title of, you know, world's or second world's greatest dad or whoever's battling it out yeah, for the man. top. Like, that's what's so amazing is that it, it really looks, right, like an Aventador, you know, from a couple feet away, right? All the shapes <laughs> are there, but it's the process, right? It's the learning curve. It's the things you're doing with your kid. And then it's kind of indicating, like, if that's what I can do in my garage for 900 bucks with my kid, 
what is next? I'm a 3D print. Me a time machine, man. <laughs> All right, man. When we come back, more with Sterling Backus, the guy that, you know, has done something nobody has done before, and that is 3D print a car. He makes every, like, Super Dad coffee mug or Super Dad hoodie sweatshirt just look ridiculous, right? So Sterling Backus joins us next. And go Google it. 3D print a supercar. Are you kidding me? That's next on the Two Guys Garage podcast. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I'm Willie B. And we're joined by Sterling Backus, who I'm fortunate, man. I've become a friend of this guy just watching this project come to fruition. It has been amazing. And i got to tell you, Kevin, this is, for my city, for my community, this has kind of been something that we've all kind of rallied around and watched because he's garnered a lot of national attention, worldwide attention, which you guys will find out more about here later in the podcast. But, I mean, some serious camera time with this little project. Oh, it's it's fun. If you do the Googling, right, you can catch all the little videos and stuff, right? Kind of see the personality, see the kid kind of, you know, really kind of relate to him, right, as you were a kid or if you've got kids, you know, and just to kind of relate where I feel small right now. Now, my kid is only three, but uh, this weekend, right, we pulled out the big barbecue grill out of the box. My old one's rotted out, and so we put together the barbecue grill. <laughs> That's all I got. This guy built an Aventador, right? <laughs> right. A full-on supercar. All I could do yeah, with man. my kid is a barbecue grill. Now, I, I got a couple years for him to grow up, and maybe we can escalate our projects, but... Um, I got him tagged for a, a 1970 Dodge Charger as the next option to 3D print. So let's talk to Sterling Backus. Now, <laughs> Sterling, man, how long have you been working on this project? How long has this taken to get where you're at today? Well, we've been uh, – I, 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 first of all, I want to say hello and, and thanks for having me on. Um, it is a, a true honor. And uh, also, uh, you can cut out all the super dad stuff because – this is something that I really wanted to do as well. So, <laughs> hey, 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 hey! It's for the kid, for the kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's for the kid. That's right. Um, but yeah, my my son and my daughters that we we've all contributed to the project. Um, it it was something that uh, we were going to you know do standard coach building techniques and uh, uh, build a frame and then uh, maybe a buck and then uh, some some uh, steel or aluminum panels. But uh, as I got started, um, 3D printing has really come into its own. And, and as uh, Kevin was talking about, you know, they're doing metal 3D printing now in, in industry. And so we decided that, well, we would look at the, the desktop 3D printers because that's what we could afford. That's what we knew how to use and uh, start printing uh, body panels uh, using this type of technology. Now, that comes with some problems, right? The, the first one is, is that you have a plastic that will melt. And when the plastic melts, then you have a nice uh, tubular frame chassis with a bunch of goo on the ground um, at your car show. So that's a non-start. <laughs> yeah. So what we had to determine was we had to figure out, and I, my son and my daughters and I, we all kind of uh, scoured YouTube and saw that people were skinning parts, um, whether they were 3D printed or made out of fiberglass, they were skinning them in carbon fiber. And so that's kind of what led to us 
uh, going the whole route of a doing the whole body in 3D printing and then uh, being able to add some structure with the carbon fiber infusion. Um, so, so that's kind of where we started. I, I got to ask, Sterling, you know, most people couldn't go online and say find a cat drawing or schematic or whatever for a Lamborghini Aventador. So how did you, I know there's some underground websites where you can go get directions, you know, or instructions on how to 3D print something, but how did you come up with the scale? How did you determine, you know, what you use as the genesis of it? Yeah, there's there's a large community out there. Um, we use 3D CAD in, in my work um, um, every day, and, and there's a large community of people who share files who, you know, will do the CAD work for supercars and then share those files. And I had found uh, one where uh, somebody had done a really detailed a 10th scale model in CAD of an Aventador coupe. And so that's kind of where we started with that and putting it into our program. And then we started uh, blowing it up full size. So we, we had. So you like the model, the, the die cast model that kids get and play with, yeah. you know, in the living room and the parents are always don't break that. You used a, a 10th scale die cast model blew that up and started getting all your measurements and parameters with that well it was it was already in cad for us so so that was the the beauty of it i didn't have to sit out there and take my micrometers right, right. and figure it out so it was already in there so we could just move forward and start manipulating uh wow. the model but see you know you went from small to big right 10 times the scale but then your printer is small so then you got to go back down to small right you got to cut this thing up in like a thousand little pieces you know for these you know current day 900 printers right so what yeah that's exactly right it's it's a matter of you know getting it into the into the cad software so you can manipulate uh those files and first of all they were all surfaces so we had to actually make them as solids so that we could 3D print them because you can't just 3D print infinitely thin surfaces. And so after we got the panels the way we wanted, we actually made a wide body. So we uh, uh, made the, the Aventador 100 millimeters wider in the rear. Uh, it's about four inches for those of you in Imperial units and about 50 millimeters up front, which is about two inches um, uh, wider. And, and then we section those panels up uh, in the software uh, to basically fit inside of the desktop printer. It's about 300 millimeters by 300 millimeters by 300 millimeters, which is about a cubic foot. So you had to cut this car up into a whole bunch of little feet. <laughs> so how many, how many pieces, how many different pieces do you think you had to? Oh boy, that, that is a really good question. Um, I don't know the number, but it's got to be hundreds of pieces that we've printed. Uh, we've gone through about 220 kilograms of thermoplastic, 50 wow. kilograms of which went into uh, the recycling bin. So what has been some of the toughest hurdles? What have been, you know, because now I see the car and now the payoff is there. Like when you open the garage door, you're kind of blown away at what that thing looks like. You know, it looks like an Aventador. But there had to be 
points during the process that are, you know, are a lot of frustration, a lot of, man, I can't believe I, I, I decided to do this. What, what were some of the big hurdles you faced in this build? Yeah, the biggest, I mean, the, obviously the frame and the engine and stuff like that, that's, it's all well known to, to us car guys, right? But when the body panels, we had to do the carbon fiber encapsulation, I didn't see a real good formula for doing that up front. And so we had to come up with something. And what we do is we, we take the, the 3D print, we body work it with some filler to smooth it out a little bit. And then we put three layers of carbon fiber fabric on, on both sides. Then we put it into a vacuum bag. We pull a vacuum so that the atmospheric pressure can push down on all of those layers. And then we infuse it with uh, epoxy. And then that saturates the material. And then when it cures, you have a hardened part. The problem is, is the first time I did the vacuum infusion, I had some expanses uh, inside of the part and the part just crushed into a little pretzel. So <laughs> back to the drawing board, have to 3D print another entire panel. I've gone through four rear bumpers doing this, uh, trying to figure out what is the right formula for doing this encapsulation. Now, are you doing a wet layup and then using like uh, no, I forget the no, cloth. no. We okay, so you're actually, you're bagging it and then you're infusing. Yeah, that's right. You you mm -hmm. you just you just kind of you know you you use some um, uh, spray adhesive on the surface. You spray that down. You kind of lay the carbon fiber down. Then you put it, another spray adhesive and then another layer and so on so forth so you can build up some of those layers. And it's really the vacuum bag that, that kind of pushes everything together. Is um, it infinitely stronger than duct tape? Infinitely, yeah. Well, I wouldn't say infinitely. Uh, <laughs> we don't like infinities in physics, but uh, <laughs> it's much, much stronger. Mag magnitudes <laughs> is probably the word. Magnitude stronger. All right. Well, look, man. This has turned into something that has, you know, has become more than just a car. It has become, you know, it, it has become a story that you will forever remember. And I believe it's because of things that evolved in the last month or two, because it's one thing to set, set up this challenge and to take your kid on this journey where you and him tackle building the car together, you know, especially something as unique and different as this. It's another thing to have Lamborghini call you and not just, you know, tell you they know of your project, but tell you they love your project and want to do something with you. So let's take a break. When we come back in the Two Guys Garage, Sterling Backus tells us what him, what his son, and what Lamborghini did coming up next. It's the Two Guys Garage podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. You know, on our TV show, Two Guys Garage, we tackle a lot of DIY projects. That's what we you know, we try to encourage everybody to do. You know, a lot of times it's just the, you know, it's just taking those steps. And once you get started, your elbows deep and you can't turn around. And I'm sure Sterling has has thought about this project a, a million times and thought, why did I, you know, why did I take this on as a challenge? Like Bird, you and I both know it's one thing to to do a DIY project, build a car, but a ground up restoration in a way that nobody has done before in a completely new and unique build. 
that changes the game a little bit. Yeah, I mean, he's having to figure out the process, right? I mean, here's some new tools per se, right? Uh, yeah. But they've never been used kind of in this way, in your home, right? DIY style, figure it out as you go. And that's what they're doing, right? They're 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 kind of for you know forefront kind of guys, right? Yeah. In the DIY kind of segment. Now, granted, you know this this car just to kind of get you staged. If you haven't Googled it already, you know it's it's got some roughness to it, right? It's not you know a half million dollar car. It's got you know homemade you know elements to it, right? The surface finishes and stuff. But I mean the the complete project. You step back ten feet. It's an Aventador, but this is a steam kind of project, right? This is to inspire kids, right? The science, technology, engineering, art, and math, right? It's not meant to be a half million dollar car. It's meant to be the coolest ass project you could do with your kid, you know, and as close as you get to a, a, a an Aventador at, you know, a fraction of the price. Uh, and that just sets up a little bit in your mind of, of what's happening next, right? I imagine the story that he has that associates this car to his family and his life is priceless. Whether a real one would cost half a million dollars, there's no price he could put on the memories, the experience that Sterling has created with his son. And Sterling, I'm sure that's a big motivating factor of this project is you're doing it with your family. You're doing it, you know, you did this for the cause, not for the applause. And then all of a sudden, there was all this applause. So... You know, walk us through the moment you knew it was going to work, right? And then also what has happened recently with, you know, a phone call you, you recently received. Yeah, Willie, I, first of all, I got to I gotta tell you, um, I haven't come to that point yet where I know it's going to work. <laughs> uh, we, we have small victories along the way where we are uh, pretty happy with, with uh, what we've done. Um, but the nice thing is, is we can go back and fix those things as, as we move forward. So, you know, big steps forward, little steps back. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been amazing uh, the amount of uh, positive feedback we've got from this project and, and how everybody uh, uh, loves the project. You know, it's, you know there's, there's a community out there that does 3D printing for car parts and things like that, but I don't think anybody's really attempted a full body. And so I think that that's really where this uh, uh, comes from and where people are kind of uh, uh, really uh, looking at the project and not only wanting to get involved, but, but watching it uh, from, uh, from their, uh, uh, their own garages. Um, so the, the, a lot of the media coverage that we've got on the uh, car and the project um, has gotten, uh, uh, has kind of uh, blown across the pond and, and it got the attention of a little car maker called Lamborghini. Now, this is after national news coverage, local stories. That's right. You know, this has been feeding the mechanism for several months. We watched you in Denver and Colorado, you know, garner national news, see you on, you know, different talk shows and stuff. We're like, wow, look at this guy. So you're telling me that Lamborghini found out about your project and then they they reached out to you somehow? Yeah, I got a phone call from their chief marketing and communications officer, Katya Bassi, a uh, really, really nice lady. Um, she called me on the phone 
and uh, wanted to let me know that the guys in the uh, shop. That, All right, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. You mean to tell me you're at home or in the office? I'm in the office. You see your phone. There's caller ID. Do you know the country code yes, for Italy? Do you know? Oh, you do. Did it? Did it? You know, dawn on you no. that that was the person that was calling you, Lamborghini's marketing director. No, we do we do work all over the world in my company, um, and so I'm used to getting phone calls from from Europe. Um, so I was just uh, uh, wondering who it was because I hadn't been talking to anybody recently in Italy. So it caught me completely off guard. What was the phone call like? Um, I was really stunned uh, when I found out who she was. Did you scream like straight man scream? You did, didn't you? I did not scream like a little girl <laughs> like I would do you know, if we're on a crashing airplane or something. <laughs> uh. But uh, I did, I did uh, you know, look, j- just to set the stage for you guys. Um, in my business, I work with a lot of people and, you know, uh, folks that are Nobel laureates, okay? People who have won the Nobel Prize in physics. And I ask them to give talks and I talk to them and so on and so forth. And I'm usually pretty comfortable doing that. Um, in this case, I really wasn't. I was really caught by surprise and I was physically shaking. And, and what'd she say? Well, she said, she goes, you know, the, the guys really like your project. We really think it's pretty awesome. Um, so that's better than a cease and desist letter, first of all. Right. <laughs> um, and then the second one is that she wanted to discuss a project that um, we would do uh, with them. And I was like, a project with Lamborghini? Are you kidding me? Wow. And so then I was just kind of, she heard static for a few seconds. Well, I tried to process all of this in my little brain. Um, and then she said, and, and then after that, um, we would like to uh, leave uh, an Aventador with you for a couple of weeks so that you and your family can go out and enjoy it. So tell everybody, explain, yeah, what the project is, because when you say a project, <laughs> man, you're undercutting it. Tell everybody what exactly they wanted to do, and we'll share with individuals where you can go see this because it's more than just a project. And having a company like Lamborghini call and say that they like what you're doing says a lot about that company. A lot of companies in corporate mindset would would be to you know cease and desist or hey you can't do that without these rights. Here's an here's a different you know, sort of lens that they're looking through. They're saying, hey, we like the project. Matter of fact, we like it so much, we want to team up and do something with you. So what was it that you guys collaborated on? So, you know, first of all, uh, Lamborghini does not like people making fake cars and selling them. I mean, that's that's first and <laughs> foremost, okay? That, that attitude has not changed with them. Uh, they made that very clear, but the fact that we were not going to badge the car, the fact that it was a one-off, we're not selling parts, things like that, uh, I think made them really comfortable uh, in contacting us. And then the project was uh, they wanted to do a Christmas commercial. They have a uh, campaign called Real Lover. So it's people who love the brand, who are uh, really Lamborghini uh, uh, lovers for life. And uh, they wanted to do their Christmas uh, commercial this year with us and our project. And whew, I mean, I was completely flummoxed. 
um, that something like that was going to happen. Yeah, but what was the project? So explain what the project was. They wanted to bring you an Aventador and do what with it? So they were going to, uh, basically the, the premise of the commercial was they were going to sneak in a real Aventador and we were going to replace it with my project. So the real Aventador goes in the place of my car and then my car goes and gets parked down in the cul-de-sac somewhere where nobody can see it. <laughs> and then my son and I come out to work on the car and we open the garage door and I lean over to him and I said, Hey, I think I got it finished. At which point he sees the garage door open and a real Aventador sitting there. And he was just completely stunned. So how long did it take him <laughs> to put the pieces together? Like when I watched the commercial, right? I mean, it looks like there's several moments where he's just processing, like, did dad really finish it? Is that really our car done? Uh, I mean, was that a real moment there? I mean, it, it really came across as a genuine, what is going on? I can't quite make up my mind. Yeah, it, it was. I mean, it, it was all genuine. He had no idea. We had done about, I don't know, 27 interviews up to that point. Various people and camera crews had come over to the house to, you know, film the car and the project and interview us. So, you know, the, the fact that they flew out 25 people from Italy was a little off-putting to him because that really hadn't happened yet but we wrapped it in a pretty good package that it was just another interview and so on and so forth and then uh so when he did see the car he it finally processed through what we were doing um but his reaction was genuine we didn't have to you know do multiple takes or something like that that was actually the moment he actually saw the car. And for those people that haven't seen the commercial, we'll direct you how to how to find it. You could Google it. Um, it really is amazing. So they take this 3D printed Lamborghini Aventador, remove it from the garage, put this flossy and glossy savage looking machine right in its place. He opens the door and all you see is a kid's face light up like only a kid's face can do. And it is such a such a spiritual moment because here's this kid and all these dreams and aspirations and everything he's dreamt of for years and dad's been working on is is right there within an arm's touch he's seeing it he's you know he's processing there's neurons firing he's you know he's so just in awe of the beauty and what's sitting in front of him and that it's in his garage it is really a touching commercial and the best part is that was your toy for a number of weeks, right? Yeah, for two weeks we we got to um, you know drive the car around, but we did more than that, Willie. We we wanted to share the whole experience with uh, the community around us, and so we had at least 150 people in that car. Um, we took it to All schools. We showed yeah. it off at the schools. Let the kids sit in it, take pictures. We, when we saw kids on the side of the road who were kind of drooling over it, we'd pull over and let them come see the car and get in and take pictures. And so, yeah, it, 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 that car, you know, yes, at the end of the day, it's a car, but you, you just the amount of joy that that car uh, put out there, it was just amazing. It was, <laughs> I get, I get all, you know, kind of misty just thinking about it. Well, it's cool because both cars are doing the same thing in maybe slightly different ways. 
right? One is an awe of, of excellence, right? Execution, the whole thing coming from Lamborghini, what all is behind it, its heritage and the whole bit. And the other is what you guys brought to the table, what your you know, innovation and thought and your dream, right? What it brings for the kids, the experience. Uh, so it, it's pretty amazing that both cars, and, and again, they're, they're quite different, right? One is a half million dollar car and one is something you build at home, but they both kind of bring such an impact to everybody around it. I think that's one of the coolest things about this this whole saga. Yeah, I, I, I just can't believe the amount of joy that that car brought to so many people over Christmas. It was, uh, it, it was a sight to be seen. And for me to be the one dishing that out was, I'll never forget it, it was epic. Now, I have seen video of you rolling through a McDonald's drive-through in the vent in the aventador and it's one of the coolest things ever <laughs> this is america baby <laughs> yeah man they got mileage out of it bro they got mileage as you should my friend as you should what a great moment for you your family your son the project lamborghini for all your friends for everybody that helped you along the way uh just an inspiring story on all levels sterling and i can't wait to see that car finished i can't wait to see how much joy it brings you your family your son uh and how much inspiration it brings us you know when we see it when we read more about the story and we get more details about it so man carry on my friend you have done a great and fantastic deed uh you have lit the imagination of your son and everybody that's seen the story up uh and it's definitely something we appreciate i, I can't thank you guys enough this you know these types of opportunities are are like gold to us and and it, it allows us to get the word out so we can share the car the name is sterling Backus. Go Google it. It's a 3D printed Lamborghini. He's the only guy in the world that can pull it off. If you want to see his YouTube commercial or his video, how do people see that, Sterling? Um, our channel on YouTube is Laser Sterling. Uh, we also have a Facebook build page, which is uh, also Laser Sterling. And then you can also go to the Lamborghini.com website. And if you go down into uh, News and click on More, uh, you'll see my son's beaming face there and just click on that icon and you'll see the video. Yeah, man, it is great. I love what you're doing as a father, as a dad. It inspires myself for sure, and I'm certain Kevin as well. Well, it's a car guy, right? All of the above. Yeah, fantastic project, man. Love it. You know, we're all about the DIY. We're all about learning, trying new things, growing our skill sets, and we're all about cars and family. So this is like... You know, awesome. It's all wrapped up. Thank, thank you, guys. This is the, yeah, I, I appreciate that. Well, there you go, man. Our guest, Sterling Backus. Go find his build. It is an amazing project. Uh, that is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. And this is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. Hey, don't forget our TV show, Air Weekends, on the Motor Trend Network. Check your local listings if you can't find us. Episodes also now streaming on Motor Trend On Demand. Thanks to our guest, Sterling Backus. He is Kevin Bird. I'm Willie B. Our producer is Scoop. And our executive producer, Bob Ecker. And don't forget to check out our website, twoguysgarage.com. And share your thoughts with us. We're on social. We're everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Two Guys Garage. Two Guys Garage Podcast is a copyright 2020 Britain Productions Incorporated. All rights reserved. And with that, folks, we are out of here. Hope you guys had fun. I know I did. Can't wait to catch you on the next episode of the Two Guys Garage. Yeah, man, I'm going to 3D print me some hair. We'll see you on the next Two Guys Garage podcast. Two Guys Garage podcast is a production of iHeartRadio and Britain Productions. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, 
Visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.